open. It's another episode of the Overclock Podcast. The podcast that no longer comes to you in three parts, but we still need to keep it <laughs> under 20 minutes, we unlike last week it. where we rambled a bit. We think your average journey is less than 20 minutes, and we want you to get through the whole podcast on your journey. That is very optimistic, Gavin. Someone who used to spend like an hour, 20 minutes in traffic per day. <laughs> I spent two hours this morning. Exactly. Yeah, okay. You like come from the other side of the peninsula. But I, I get bored of listening to me for longer than 15 minutes, frankly. I might. Yes, but I that's might, you. you know? But the people love you, Gavin. Oh, yeah, we'll the see. people love you. If you, you love me, tell your friends about this podcast. <laughs> and yes. then send me your name and tell me you, you, you shared me with a friend. Share, yeah. subscribe, review, rate. I don't know. We surging forward regardless. Just tell three other people about it. Yep. Right now. Okay, Done. cool. Kevin, hmm. Big news this week. Uh-huh. I actually broke the story bizarrely. Mm. <laughs> good gracious. Mm-hmm. Huawei, mm. who, besides for making really good, well priced smartphones, yeah. also make really good, very well priced fitness bands. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they passed one or two of the big big manufacturers over the last year or two yeah mm-hmm. yeah so them and honor which is pretty much the same company yeah. honest, like their digital brand mm-hmm. um, for the millennials mm. uh they do all these fitness bands but there was never anywhere reasonable to send this data mm. in south africa mm. now you can get vitality points with their data because huawei health is now compatible with the vitality platform Okay, okay, okay. But what's unclear is, are the Huawei bands definitely widely on sale in South Africa? Yes, they are. And I say widely. Can I get one at the Incredible Connection? Yes, you can. I see. You can okay. actually get... Because I hadn't seen that. Okay, You, you can get that. the Talk Band B5. I see. Okay, right, Which right. is, if you want to live your best Bluetooth headset yeah. life. Because <laughs> it's the one with a little module that comes okay. out and it has like a heart rate monitor. And that's going to rush me how much? Uh, that is going to rush you. I forget the price right now. but like one and a half the, the cheapest heart rate monitor oh. fitness band yeah. is the Huawei Fit Band. Okay. Which is selling right now for 800 bucks on Take A Lot. Okay, now I've got to insist on getting some of these in. I thought this was like a side thing that was just getting no traction. If you say it's on, out there, and especially now that you're getting your discovery points for yeah. it, that should really give it some traction. So now you okay. look at a watch like the Huawei Watch GT. Uh-huh. They're not good at naming these things. Yeah. Which was their flagship is their flagship watch currently. It launched alongside the Mate 20 Pro. Were you, were you wearing one of those last week? I was wearing a Watch 2, oh, which was the Android, so the last Android mm, okay, okay. the Wear OS watch. Right. But they pulled away from Android Wear now okay. as a platform. Mm. And they've developed their own dual-core, or at least dual-chip CPU, right. which like sips on power, and right. their own custom software. And this thing will last you for like two weeks. With a heart rate monitor. Okay, that is very time. impressive. I and mean, I'm samples, down to two or three days on my Fitbit Blaze. It samples every second. It samples your heart rate every uh, So it's every continuous, continuous. Yeah, yeah. Continuous. So one of the tricks that these heart rate monitor fitness devices do to prolong the battery life is they only check your heart rate like occasionally and then when you're actually doing an exercise then it will check continuously but otherwise it only checks occasionally so you miss out on what might be interesting data yeah. in between you know it averages it all, all, all out in a way that makes it less accurate okay so Huawei going bigger in fitness bands in South Africa and now critically you can get your discovery health points yes for that. yeah because fitness okay. is a transaction yeah Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and okay, but you he, can read that full story actually on, on that opinionguide.co.za. Okay, okay, just a side issue. A lot of people start off, uh, let's say a little overweight, and they all start off, they don't go off and buy the fitness band, they start off trying to measure it with the phone. Yes. Right? And we all know the limitations of doing it on yes. the phone. But if you were using Samsung Health or the Huawei fitness app or whatever it's called, um, 
will Discovery capture those? Yes. Okay, yes. so it's so not it's, just about bands. So it will you, take the data if, from the yeah, phone. If you're capturing the data on the Huawei Health app, which is pre-installed on all Huawei devices, I see. it will sync. Right. If you've linked your accounts, yeah. it will sync. So, so what we're saying is if I go walking with the phone and I use the Huawei Fitness app, yes. what's it called? Huawei Health. Health, right. Then that data is going to be shared with Discovery and I'll get my points. Yes. If I'm wearing a band, a Huawei band, the band is going to sync with the Huawei Health app on my phone, yes. which is shared with Discovery yes. and I'm going to get my points. Okay, good. Right. Heart rate measurements get you more points. Same applies for <laughs> Samsung, obviously. Um, I, I think TomTom, unfortunately, has been removed from their list. But TomTom, I think, has also been moving out of South Africa. So perhaps yeah, there's something they, in that. I think kind of... Ang I, I didn't know... I mean, TomTom was one of my favorite brands. But, you know, it's just fallen on hard times. Yeah, there's okay. Garmin, Fitbit. Garmin is just owning there, man. And Polar. Polar's really good. Yeah, I think Garmin's kind of got it cool yeah. today. Um, and... Um, uh, I don't like the aesthetics of the Garmin products, but they really work. Okay, but mm. we're getting into the weeds. Cool. Mm. cool. Gavin, mm. Mm. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. WhatsApp is now limiting forwarding mm. of messages to... I think it's five people it's or something. Five, yeah. yeah you yeah, can yeah, only yeah. forward a message to five different people. Now, I know that there are chatterboxes out there who are probably finding that enormously frustrating, but damn it, man, you're like slowing down the internet with all that crap. And you're just slowing down my life. <laughs> I don't need to read the same yeah, yeah, yeah. good morning blessing on all three, <laughs> five different family groups. Because you know, you can never have one family group because there's always like these People you have groups. to exclude. <laughs> so you end up with these splinter cells. Yeah. So oh there's my. a group that excludes the children and then there's a group that excludes the parents and because of language. Then yeah. there's always one person, Patricia, who, <laughs> who crosses over and crosses, who's in all of the things and just posts the same crap. And now all. I have to make another group so that you can share your things with okay. me. But now you will be limited from sharing it. But, but I mean, the biggest upside, okay, is, and I thought about this for a bit, is that it does limit the wild and uncouth distribution of fake news. It also uh, limits the distribution of real news. But fake news, people passing on rubbish messages to entire other groups with no consequence to themselves. So, you know, you're on the neighborhood watch group of 50 people and you send on an arbitrary message about the fact that the water's going to get cut off because the EFF is going to cut it off, just yes. for argument's sake. You haven't thought about it, but you're just wasting everyone's time with that kind of information. You haven't checked it. It's just too easy for you to bother 50 other people with it, you know. So, so, mm. so, so God bless the WhatsApp engineer who did this. Mm -hmm. Or whoever flipped the switch, I'm sure it's been like because they cut it down to like 20 uh, last okay. year. Oh, I didn't know about and that. Now it's been cut down to five. Didn't know about that. Okay, um, but they now need to find out whoever the hell sold my data to the <laughs> DA because yeah. I'm tired of getting oh, those I got phone my calls first phone emails. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they call you in the middle of your working day <laughs> at your desk. I mean, how to irritate you? Unbelievable. But also, I mean, the, the, the DA was also guilty, I believe, of sending out WhatsApps and SMSs, of course. Yes. yes. So I think political political campaigning on WhatsApp is just another evil that must be struck down. And this is another way to do it. So great. Yes. Um, so don't be frustrated if you're only sharing that video with five people. Um, it's going to be better for all of us in the long term. Okay. So mm. I, I see you You made a note here. Gavin was in control of the notes this week. <laughs> I've, I've been terribly busy and important with other yeah. things. I've actually cut my last video, which is going up tonight. Oh, and we'll cut his last video, folks. Not my last. No, my, I mean, he's cut another video. Yes, folks. another video. Um, it will be up tomorrow. Anyway, when you hear this, it will be up ready.
you spoke here about Google's problems with the EU. So yeah, all of the yeah, big yeah. tech platforms are having problems with the EU now because GDPR is a thing. Yeah, Google News is actually an amazing resource. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but they do manage to pull together a very good list of material that limits the amount of junk. Somehow they manage to filter out all the fake news. I don't know why Facebook can't do it. I mean, the news that you get in a Google News feed mm. is shaped around you. The more you use it, the more it shapes to what you're interested in. And um, it's generally very accurate. I haven't encountered any fake news on Google I've, News. I've had one little problem with it. All right. I've been following, I'm a big NFL fan. Okay. I've obviously been following the uh -huh. playoffs. Um, and every week I would check like the playoff scores, like live scores, wins, kickoff, all uh -huh. that sort of stuff. And Google just refuses to s send this data to me immediately. Like when mm. I go into my feed, oh, it's just I never see. there. You've, okay, you've, you've ticked that as one of the things you want yes, information and I on. Yes, interacted right, with okay. the content, actively search for it, and the algorithm okay. just But you mean, you're, you're getting us like miles off topic, anyway. man. Okay, maybe, maybe it will become relevant. The point is that Google News is used widely around the world, multiple languages. Obviously, it customizes news in the country you're in. You know, you're, you're in Italy, you're getting news in Italian about Italian affairs and so on. Um, and now, um, because many of those stories link through to the, the newspaper that created the story, um, newspapers feel they're all hard done by because Google's basically scraping up their information and feeding it to you and they're not in mm. control of that information. So there was a, a precedent setting case in uh, Spain where all the Spanish newspapers rose up against Google because they wanted to control the customer and the customer was really coming to them through Google. Yeah. So Google said, oh, no problem, we'll just switch off Google News in Spain. And as a result, um, all those newspapers then suffered a huge traffic hit. They persevered as though they're all self-righteous and still believe it was the right thing to do. But the truth is they've struggled to regain the kind of traction that Google News gave them online. Um, and the more of these kind of problems come up with publishers who are complaining and moaning about Google, the more Google feels inclined to simply switch off the damn service in their country. So the truth is Google, Google claims to make no money through new Google News. You can understand why. Yeah. There aren't really ads served on it. Well, there might be, but I can't remember. The truth is it's not worth a whole lot of money to them, and they could quite happily switch off that business unit. Um, so it's in a bit of a standoff with the publishers. What might transpire is that Google ends up making deals with the big newspapers um, to use their material only, which means all the little newspapers will quietly get ignored and make no money out of Google whatsoever. So in that way, unfortunately, the big guys will thrive and the little guys will get ignored, all because they didn't want to play nice. Yeah, mm. but this has always been the problem, Gavin. I mean, we both come from a publishing background. Yeah. We're still within print publishing. Mm. Uh, you, you are forced to kind of give away your content for free through all of these platforms. Then yeah, Google, when there's competition. Google yeah. and Facebook, Facebook came out with instant articles. Yeah, yeah. And Google did AMP. Right, so yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, It's like a little... It's a mobile thing. Mm -hmm. It stays within Google. So the traffic yeah. on... I know the Facebook one, instant article stays within Facebook. So you never see yes. the traffic on your website. Yes, that's true. That's but it true. is your content it, that is... Yeah, it loads like a sort of instant page. But you page. can get... You can get ad revenue from it somehow yes, there is like on a that split page of, which yeah. is it's, it's just bizarrely confusing i think that we have trained consumers to seek out things for free on the internet <laughs> for a very long time and they're not free really yeah they, they just appear uh, no to be but free. but people aren't gonna be paying things and publishers need to find well, different ways to by, approach by free these. i mean it costs money to generate that information. The fact that it's been given to you for free doesn't mean it is free. It yes. still costs money to generate the content. And yes. that's the dilemma, I think. 
Yeah, and, and big publishers need to. Sorry about that noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big publishers need to find different ways around these inherent problems because yeah. now they're fighting over every single cent, and they're like, "No, you are taking all my cents from me." And it's like, actually, so, no, we're doing you a favor, bro. So here's the tip. However, however the chips fall in in this little argument. The mature media consumer draws from as many sources as they can. Yes. So if you feel like you're being limited to one or two sources for your news, work actively to get news from many different sources. It's the only way to get a balanced view of what's going and on. And there are many content creators out there who are, who are aggregating news in very, very short, yep. entertaining, yep. Yep. informative packages Concise. Yeah. Um, that you should be supporting as well, um, who are independent and... Yeah. Wear their hearts on their sleeve, like me. I would argue <laughs> podcasts is one of those formats. You can get your, your news headlines and analysis in a quick package, you know? So yeah, I, I still believe like we're going to get to a point within this year where people are going to be curating their own news um, yeah. environments. Yeah. Where it's going to be a couple of people that you maybe support by Patreon. Yes. And then... Your trusted sources. Your trusted yeah, sources, yeah. 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 Be wary of who you trust, obviously. It's easy to convince you that someone is trustworthy. You must think critically about it all the time. Cool. Okay. And then, like, that's a, a very, very little neat segue. I watched, while I was taking the mental break from the work I was doing yesterday, mm -hmm. I fell into a Netflix rabbit hole and I watched <laughs> the documentary about Fire Festival. So Fire, the greatest festival that never was. Oh, is that F Y R E Fire? No. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. yes, right. yes. That Ja Rule thing. Oh, it was the Ja yeah. Rule thing. Oh man, that's a <laughs> scandal of notes. And the crazy thing that I didn't actually put together at the time when that whole story was breaking—that was the thing, the last word that broke the influencer camel back. That's right. Where okay. The brand, right, where, right, right. Where the FBI started investigating uh, and the hype, and yeah. there were a lot of like laws that were then made to just how influencers are. Of social media influencers yes, are presenting their sponsored yes, content. Up to that point, it was the Wild West, and they just said and did whatever they wanted because they were not accountable to any of the laws that govern journalism, for example. And this yeah. week, the UK mm. actually warned 200 of the top um, influencers mm. about they they like cited specific incidences in within their social media feeds to like tell them there's now talks of fines that are going around oh, okay they're trying to bring all right so we support. are trying to regulate yeah, yeah the problem is these these guys just kind of they they um multiply they just yes. multiply everyone snips a bit of cash i i'm sure they're all only earning enough to pay their rent and a handful are doing better yeah but, but you know it's like money but, but, for jerking off but, but, but i think so like social media consumers have have matured enough to understand that there are people out there yeah. who are taking money for certain things there's paid promotions going on yeah and i think co content creators social media influencers should be open about their relationships with these people yeah i also think i mean i think there's a season for you as an influencer a couple of people like uh, uh casey what's it nurse casey Nistad, yeah, Nistad, yeah yeah and uh, pewdiepie and people like that really have have stood some test of time but the majority of influencers arise over a period of three months last a year and yeah. just disappear again so you know there's a time for these things i don't know if you can call that a trustworthy source it's not someone who's in it for the long game yeah. and he's certainly not in it for you <laughs> you know so yeah. but all right just, just respect the fact that they are getting paid and they need to respect you enough to tell you when yeah, they yeah, are yeah, getting yeah, paid yeah. because it's your eyeballs that mm. they're getting paid on and again just think critically about whose word you're taking for it you know mm. cool okay. and then that leads us directly into a little trend that Buzzkill Gavin has <laughs> He's been seeing a proliferation of cassette tape players by the same people who, may, who brought the 
record players back yeah. a while ago, like the crappy old timey looking ones that yeah, aren't yeah. really that good. Like those ones are those brands are now making cassette. Yeah, also, talk me through this. It's, it's like the old, when I say it's the old radio you used to see on your kitchen counter, I guess that kind of shows my age. There were entire generations of you guys who didn't see a radio on your kitchen counter. But it's what used to be the old ghetto blaster, you know. It had a tuning dial where you could tune in the radio. It had, if it was stereo, it had a speaker on either side and normally a cassette player in the middle and some large buttons you could use to control the cassette playback. Your classic, I think everyone knows what a ghetto blaster is. Now, um, in other parts of the world, notably the UK, they're bringing these back as a retro technology. Yeah. Mm, they're not, the, it, it actually has no Bluetooth, doesn't even have Bluetooth. Oh okay, my it's goodness. It's full retro technology. I think what they discovered is a warehouse full of unsold cassette players. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're trying to sell it off as a new retro technology. Cassettes, I mean, cassettes were practical in some ways, usually impractical in other ways, the sound quality was dreadful and you know the mechanics of it consumed battery power and, and you could ruin it with a magnet. You could ruin it with a magnet. <laughs> you could ruin it with a just by your tape jamming. Yeah, I mean and I'm trying to work out who would actually buy a retro tape player today because you can't actually get cassettes to put in it. So, so this got me <laughs> thinking, right? So I've just recently like downscaled in my car because I was uh -huh. having big woes with big cars. Big cars cost a lot of money, guys. Mm. Mm. Bottom line. Mm. Anyway, so our, our storage space inside the vehicle is now limited, mm. but there's still the CD sleeve of like maybe 30 or so CDs, which is our prize collection. It's like proper, proper, proper things mm. in there that my wife insists should be in the driver's side door. Cool. And like, I'm at a point where it's like, your, your, your phone <laughs> is connected to Bluetooth, to the car sleeve. You have Apple Music, which has like the entirety infinite, of our collection music yeah. inside of it in very in reasonably good quality mm -hmm. very high quality in some cases um doesn't degrade over time yeah, yeah you're fully equipped <laughs> to access like 90 will. bucks a month yeah, for you yeah, to yeah. use this thing we have the internet at home you can download things for offline play what's with the cds what's with the cds <laughs> man <laughs> okay and what's with the dvds i mean watch a movie and yes you had a really high quality dvd player one little glitch on your disc and the movie would skip and get stuck and yes. stuff would go wrong and I mean it was kind of cool because it was better than anything we'd had before it was better than VHS cassettes yeah but you know DVD players and CD players man were they you know we were only now discovering how much better things could be without physical media um so I I'm facing the same dilemma is it time to pack away the CD player I must say I've tested probably dozens of top top quality speakers played dozens of top quality music tracks on top quality phones through those bluetooth speakers mm -hmm. you put on a cd and it still blows them all away unfortunately that is still the case the problem is that you get used to playing dozens of songs at a time without getting up to change the music with the cd it's kind of this finite set of music where you actually have to listen to the cd and then it finishes and you have to get up and put on another one it's even worse with a vinyl so you're saying you're if you are an enthusiast it's yeah. not yet time to pack away those those medium the sound quality is not quite there yet i'm streaming i'm in tidal you can i think you can still get tidal here yeah. but even that doesn't compare with the cd i must say I also enjoy the album art of the CD, but you know, that's all just nostalgia and it really does date a person somewhat. My children have grown up without CDs, they've never owned a CD. In fact, one of them, one of their aunts bought them a Jonas Brothers CD when they were like 10 or 11. Oh my goodness. 
and they actually had no idea what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we can leave it there this right. week, Kevin. I am, as always, am found at thatopinionguy.co.za, that opinion guy on YouTube, and sharpshooters on everything else. He's talking with his hands, folks. He's gesticulating wildly. He's emphatic about being the opinion guy. I bought into it. You can buy into it too at that opinion guy. Kozar? Yeah, Kozar. Really interesting opinion stuff. Seriously, I'm not just saying. Okay. Um, I am at Tech Magazine Czar on Facebook. My magazine is the biggest tech magazine in the country. And we break it down for you every month in the magazine. I also write for him. So yes, yep. you can find us all there. And we will see you or speak to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Over and out. Bye.